From the U.S. Army, a national touring band and rock radio programmer, it's Nick Summers. And this is The Right Side of Rock. Here's Nick Summers. So last time we got together, we did genre-bending, that's not gender-bending, artists who crossed over into different styles of music and had everything from limited success to great success. So this time I thought we'd do Chicks with Picks. Somewhat of a derogatory name, I get it, but female great guitar players. There are so many, and there are so many that you probably never heard of. But we'll just get to a few of my favorites. And I learned a few lessons on the way as well in researching for this week's podcast. By the way, make sure you uh, click on the subscribe link, share it with somebody who you think you might like this, give me a positive rating, and as always, you can get in touch with me, nicktalk945 at gmail.com. The good news about the best female guitarist is there's too many to fit on this podcast. And according to discovermusic.com, the tradition of great guitar playing on the female side of things has gone back to the formative days of gospel, country, folk, and of course rock. Now, I understand your favorite guitarists may not be on this list. I'll try to include the ones that I think were really blazing, and then, of course, some of my favorites as well. These are the most influential players who ever recorded, and even a few of your favorite guy guitar players maybe even cop some of their licks from some of these ladies. And I'll give you that example coming up. I couldn't believe how great this guitar player was. I I, I vaguely remember hearing the name. But the, again, that's what's so great about this podcast is, is I get to learn some stuff as well. I'm going to start with my favorite. Usually, I'll save that for the final cut, but no way. This has to kick things off because as far as the hard rock, even the early days of punk rock, this, this little lady was 16 years old. She has had a pretty rough life. She's dealt with a lot of, I mean, abuse and all kinds of terrible tragedies in her life, and she's still going strong. I had the, the fortune to see her play a gig once, only once. Not going to lie, I had her poster sitting somewhere on my wall. Got her start with the Runaways. And for some reason or another, her and Joan Jett just do not get along. I don't know if it's territorial pissings. I have no idea. Lita Rosanna Ford, born September 19th, 1958. She's an English-born American guitar player, vocalist, and songwriter. She was the lead guitarist for, as I mentioned, the Runaways in the late 70s. Where she went on to this, I guess you could say, glam metal solo career. She peaked in the 80s as far as success is concerned. Great duet, which has been on the podcast before with Ozzy Osbourne, Close My Eyes Forever. It is her most successful song. It reached number eight on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. Uh, she had some great stuff before she became really popular. And I remember seeing, vaguely seeing something, a clip, probably on Headbangers Ball on MTV back in the day. She began playing guitar at the age of 11. At 16, she was in The Runaways, as I mentioned. Out for Blood was her first solo album in 1983. It was pretty good. I kind of liked it. Dancing on the Edge came out in 1984. That had the uh, single Gotta Let Go. I like that one a lot. She's worked with Tony Iommi, Richie Blackmore. She's dated a few of those guys. But here's where things took a turn for the better. Lita Ford signed with RCA Records, hired Sharon Osbourne Management. Kiss Me Deadly, self-produced album called Lita. Also, I Back to the Cave on there, and as I mentioned, Close My Eyes Forever. But this is the one, and she really jams at the end of this one. We're doing Chicks with Picks, great female guitar players, on this week's Right Side of Rock. We went to a party last Saturday night. I did a good leg. I got in a fight. Uh-huh. It ain't no big thing. Late for my job. 
one that I vaguely remembered. My dad was pretty eclectic in his taste, although he fancied the harder style of music, which is what he got me into. But my dad liked a lot of different stuff, including some early gospel and old rhythm and blues. And I remember my dad playing me this, but I had forgotten about her until I started researching this podcast. Sister Rosetta Tharp, born in 1915 in Arkansas. She She was amazing. I mean, she could shred. Blues-based playing, but wow. She influenced early rock and roll musicians, including Little Richard, Johnny Cash, Carl Perkins, Chuck Berry, Elvis Presley, Jerry Lee Lewis, Eric Clapton. She was a pioneer in her guitar technique and among the first popular recording artists to use heavy distortion on her electric guitar. How about that? She crossed the line between uh, sacred and secular music by performing music of light, she said, in the darkness of nightclubs and concert halls with big bands behind her. This is an old recording, 1963. Listen to her play. another one we got to go back a little bit this is from 1929 lizzie douglas she was born in 1887 she died in 1973 in memphis tennessee memphis mini had a song called when the levee breaks sound familiar oh yeah there's some led zeppelin borrowing going on not on memphis mini's part give this a listen Well, all last night I sat on a lever and 
night I sat on a lever in the moon Thinking about my baby and my happy home If it keeps on raining, love is going to break If it keeps on raining, love is going to break And all these people have no place to stay my mom is a big blues aficionado, and every Christmas I try to find her something new if I'm not getting her Joe Bonamassa, either his latest uh, effort or just trying to find something new for her. And I came across this young lady, Samantha Fish, just had a birthday recently, January 30th. She was born in 1989. Yes, yeah, she's only 34 years old. And wow, is she good. If you have a chance to YouTube any of her videos and watch her play live, she's pretty amazing. Samantha Fish. This is new caddy. One, two, three, talking about female guitar players on this week's Right Side of Rock, and there's no list complete without this young lady, Nancy Wilson, the guitar-playing sister in Heart. They're still out there doing it, and I remember watching at a very young age, she was doing some sort of, I don't know if it was a seminar or if it was some sort of open mic thing, but she was doing, she was flying through some of these classical guitar passages, and it was on public television and i just remember watching her was like whoa is she good she's known for her amazing acoustic guitar work and here's just a little sample this is the intro live back in the 70s crazy on you nancy wilson incredible talent and by the way she's also a great singer i mean her sister's known for being the lead singer but nancy she can sing too
listening to The Right Side of Rock with Nick Summers. This young lady has played for a lot of folks. She was born in 1985. She's only 38 years old, born in Australia. She got her big break when she appeared at the 51st Annual Grammy Awards in 2009 as Carrie Underwood's lead guitar player. Carrie invited her to be a member of the band. Following that performance, in addition to recommendations from industry professionals, Michael Jackson's management reached out to Orianthi. Michael Jackson's management reached out to Orianthi for an audition for This Is It concerts. Now, Orianthi was Michael Jackson's lead guitar player and was present for all the rehearsals for the This Is It concerts before his death. She said this about being handpicked by Jackson. I don't know exactly why he picked me, but he watched my YouTube videos and loved them. He had his choice of guitar players, but I came in and played the Beat It solo for him, which of course is Eddie Van Halen's solo. Afterwards, he was so happy, he got up, grabbed my arm, and ended up hiring her for the entire tour. Sadly, he passed away. The tour never, you know, came out. But she says, he made me believe in myself more, and I learned so much. Going into it, I thought I'd be, you know, all about playing guitar solos. But a lot of it was playing chords and funky rhythms. And sure, I mean, you're playing that kind of music. You're not always going to be jamming and shredding. So, Orianthi makes my list. She even played for Alice Cooper. Check out this little solo clip. All kinds of guitar players, and in this short, you know, 25 minute or so podcast, there's no chance, no way to get to all of them. There's a lot of them that do need to be to be mentioned. I mean, look at the uh, the ladies from Vixen, incredible players, past and current, by the way. Yeah, they're out, they're still out there. A lot of people inside the industry say that Susanna Hoffs is an incredible guitar player, great sense of rhythm. She can throw in these these little solos. Yeah, I'm talking about that little lady from the Bangles. Now, speaking of Alice Cooper, we just heard Orianthi, who did a stint with with Alice. So did Nita Strauss. She's been showing the metal world who's boss since 2003. She was the axe lady-in-chief of Alice Cooper's band until she recently left. She's going off to do her own thing. But she has pulled off some incredible guitar playing. Feats of wonder, if you will. Here's a clip of her jamming solo with Alice Cooper. find it interesting because I've run across these people before and they say, you know, girls, they, there's just a little something missing when, when they play, when they're, you know, doing the hard rock thing. There's just something not quite there, something that their male counterparts are able to accomplish that they can't, whether it be testosterone or that sexual drive, which, you know, is a part of rock and roll and blues, pretty much any music, really. And, and I find it laughable. Because there are so many times that I've listened to guitar players in the past, and 
and you can learn something from everybody. I don't care how experienced you are. Steve Vai, I think, said it once. So did Randy Rhodes. When he'd have a couple of off days, you know, touring with Ozzy, he would go take guitar lessons. Can you imagine Randy Rhodes, relatively unknown in the in the sense that, you know, not like he's the legend that he is now, but he goes, he's on the road and he just shows up somewhere in, I don't know, Wisconsin. And he's taking guitar lessons from some unknown guitar teacher in some little music store. And Randy said it, and so many great guitar players have said it, that everybody has something to offer. Even if it's the guy who's only been playing for a couple of years, all the way up to the guy who's a seasoned pro. There's Everybody approaches their in- instrument differently. And you could learn something from that. And again, I just find it laughable when, when I hear these, these guys... Say ah, chicks. They you know they're, they you don't hear it as much now, but you heard a lot in the seventies and the eighties. And it just it's so. For example, Rolling Stone once called Hart. They said they were Led Zeppelin with breasts. How horrible is that? If you want to compare them to Zeppelin, go ahead. But to throw in that, it's just well, it's ridiculous for one. But they should be judged on their merits alone. I don't care if they're females or not. You're a great guitar player. You're a great guitar player. And all of these ladies on this list are phenomenal and amazing. That brings me back to the blues side of things. How about Bonnie Raitt? Now, she's had some things cross over into pop music, like the one I'm about to play. But let me tell you, slide blues guitar, top five, period. I don't care. Male, female, doesn't matter. Bonnie Raitt is incredible. Right Side of Rock with Nick Summers. Born in Pennsylvania, this artist can jam, let me tell you. Elizabeth May Lizzie Hale. She began writing and performing music in 1987, and she founded Hailstorm with her brother, R.J. Hale. But she's made guest appearances along with, well, Eric Church, Adrenaline Mob, Blackstone Cherry, Seether, Machine Gun Kelly, Stone Sour... Listen, you know you're getting somewhere when Gibson decides to create a guitar around you. She's created new signature models from Gibson, Epiphone, and Kramer. I've actually wanted to get one of her Explorers. The Gibson Explorer, her signature model, it looks really slick. Great vocalist and an even better guitar player. There is a clip out there on YouTube. you got to check it out. Her and Lita Ford doing Close My Eyes Forever. It's great. And the song, All I Wanna Do. Elizabeth May Lizzie Hale. Yeah, it's the heart song. Here's Lizzie Hale's cover of it. It's my final cut. The right side of rock. Here's the final cut. It was a rainy night When he came into sight 
is the right side of rock. 